Stock index is at a nice day, but there were a few crucial components missing for growth stock bulls. We saw electric vehicles dragging their feet after XPeng was hit overnight on earnings. Stock found very few buyers closed lower by 5% plus. Let's bring it John Angle and revisit the stories. President at Almington Capital Merchant Bankers. Uh, John, so what did this report uh, uh, kind of bring to light here? It seems like a lack of profitability maybe is still a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, no one was really anticipating that XPeng was going to become uh, profitable overnight. They're still quite small, growing uh, quite quickly. They did actually beat the consensus estimate by very slightly losing only 28 cents per ADR versus 30. Uh, but the main thing is that guidance for Q2 and forward is not as exciting as people had hoped. Mm. All right, so this stock uh, still obviously been getting dragged now for months. And uh, so something that, uh, you know, is in trend uh, to your points, you know, nobody's really expecting suddenly that uh, they're going to start turning profitable and, you know, that's going to change everybody's sentiment. But when the guidance comes up shy, does it push back our timeline for how to think about when this uh, business is viable from that perspective? Um, yeah, I mean, to a degree, like if, if uh, XPeng, even at its current, like significantly diminished uh, valuation and market cap is still, you know, approaching $20 billion valuation, uh, despite making, you know, significantly wow. less than a million cars a year. So they are, uh, the expectation is that a lot of growth is priced in, in this, in this stock, but uh, the expectation, I think, is that it's going to take longer. And the big thing is that short term, more short term, is there's a lot of uncertainty around all Chinese automakers and Chinese manufacturers in general with significant supply chain disruption due to you know, zero COVID lockdown and uh, just disruption. XPeng's actually done pretty well compared to some of its peers in that regard, not having to completely idle production, like so, like the, uh, like automakers with Shanghai plants, where like a, a region that was forced to do a lot more restrictive uh, policy towards their manufacturing sectors. I heard they sold zero cars in Shanghai in a month or a quarter or something. Was that right? Did I read that right? Yeah, it was April, I believe, that wow. they yeah, sold zero cars. And it's what happens when you have a government that can essentially just press the stop button on any industry whenever it feels like it. They still, uh, Exponia had a pretty good liftoff for sales compared to a year ago. They more than doubled, uh, just shy of tripled, 13,300 a year ago versus 34,500 deliveries for the uh, yearly uh, first quarter comparison. Uh, what does that kind of look like going forward? Can they keep doing that on an annual basis? Is it possible to even model this without knowing what China's path is for COVID? So modeling XPeng in particular, I think is very difficult because of how small the denominator is. So growth can be very rapid. If we saw this, you know, for example, with Tesla, when pre-model three to ramp up, very difficult to model how that growth would look until it hit a steady state. Same issue with XPeng, except it has more models. It has more things going on and is investing in things, you know, like vertical takeoff and landing electric planes, uh, its own autonomy technology that there's a lot of, there's not a whole lot of visibility on what they're actually doing with that. <laughs> so. They can grow, and I don't. I expect that they will continue to grow that like uh, quite a lot, like uh, given how small they currently are. But whether they can sustain, you know, hundred percent growth year over year for multiple years, that's a more 
difficult question. And I think not everyone, not, no one knows for certain what they, what that will look like because there's a ton of players in the Chinese EV market and the Chinese auto market as a whole. Uh, even if we ignore things like geopolitical uncertainty and geoeconomic uncertainty, that it's unclear what the sort of dynamics of that Chinese like auto market is going to look like in say five, 10 years at the point at which Xpeng is going to be the sort of automaker that people are already expecting it to be. I wonder, John, to that point, is there a potential for combinations? I was just thinking that as we saw the whole group down today, where there is that just kind of knock on effect, one company reports numbers and you get that general trade throughout the group. If they're getting all blasted in their stock price, does it make sense to try and scale? Do they have enough in common? Or are we gonna see a major like uh, weeding out of multiple businesses over the long term? So that is an interesting question. And it is it ultimately falls to whether sort of China Inc. is willing to uh, allow failure in this industry as opposed to either supporting uh, lagging companies, injecting cash into ones that you know, have that are, have like high burn rates, XPeng being one of those, NEO having been one a couple of years ago, facing similar issues. But thus far, the Chinese government has been reticent to allow sort of like these new tech champions to falter. And one way to support them, especially uh, long-term, may be to do exactly that, uh, encourage sort of tie-ups amongst uh, various uh, players in the industry, what sort of synergies could exist between them will uh, depend on which ones consider merging with which. And also because a lot of these are very young, their product roadmaps are young, seeing where the uh, those things match up, like things like Neo and Xpeng, there's, mm. un, there's likely uh, opportunities there in that both are appealing to sort of the uh, middle class to upper middle class uh, Chinese consumer, the grow, very important growing market. And while neither may be able to compete with sort of international OEMs like uh, on their own, uh, in combination they could. <laughs> See, I don't know. You could end up seeing something. It's a yes, pure speculation, but you could well end up seeing something similar to what uh, General Motors became in mm. uh, the sort of second half of the 20th century, just sort of rolling up a whole bunch of smaller brands into one. But what that would actually look like and whether it would be good for shareholder value uh, would would very much depend on the circumstances. It's an exciting thought, uh, a cool uh, a proposition. And it, uh, right now, market uh, telling us that uh, on their own, each of them are gonna get punished uh, at least until something changes. Uh, but with the uh, underlying fundamentals the way you describe, I guess it uh, makes sense. John, uh, thanks for coming back. Good to catch up. Uh, uh, My pleasure. Yeah, I like the contribution, John Engel. President at Almington Capital Merchant Bankers.